Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Everybody. Welcome to another Diz Explorers mini-sode. I'm Jessica, and today I'm going to do my best to introduce you to a very special place that just opened in Disneyland. It's going to be opening in Disney World, and given the timing, I'm sure you've guessed, it is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So what I'd like to do is, is talk about two things. The first is give you a virtual tour of the Disneyland version of Galaxy's Edge and what to expect when you visit. Um, and then the second thing would be some helpful information, some do's and don'ts that have unearthed themselves over the land's first week of being open. Um, and I'd also like to say right now that this is going to be full of spoilers, so if you're trying to avoid any information about Galaxy's Edge before you visit, you should stop listening at this point. But here we go. So the first thing I'd like to do is, is give you a tour. Now, if, if you can, if you're not driving or whatever, I'd recommend pulling up a map of Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. You can do that on the Disneyland app. You can do it on their website. It's, I'm sure, all over social media. Um, but it'll help you see everything that I'm describing and understand where it is. So the land in Disneyland is in the Disneyland Park, not California Adventure. And it's on the northwest end of the park. Um, and so if you're visualizing it from the castle, it is up into your left past Frontierland. And technically it has three entrances. Two are off of Frontierland behind Big Thunder Mountain. And the third is off of Critter Country. So technically Star Wars Land actually completes the circuit so you can now fully walk all the way around the Rivers of America, which has never been possible before. It's just a fun piece of trivia. But... Um, for the first month, where they're only admitting guests with reservations, they're going through the Critter Country entrance and exiting through Frontierland. So, as I describe this, I'll start the way that you would tour it right now. So, we'll start on the Critter Country side. Now, when you first walk into Galaxy's Edge, you're going to pass through a quiet area. It's pretty thick with trees and brush, and there's docked ships. And the idea is this is a, a hidden headquarters of the Resistance, right? Because the First Order is, I think it's contested, but they have a pretty big presence uh, in Galaxy's Edge, um, so the Rebels have to hide out a little bit. And this area will be the home of the second attraction in Galaxy's Edge opening later this year, which is Rise of the Resistance. Um, the only thing open here right now is a small gift shop called Resistance Supply, but otherwise it's kind of just a, a walkthrough area at the moment. So from here... You're going to walk toward your right through a winding pathway away from this resistance camp and into the main town. Now, this is where some of these different names that you've heard come into play, and I think some people might be a little confused. So, the name of the land is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The planet that you're on in this land is called Batu, 
And then the specific village, town, whatever they're calling it, on Batu is called Black Spire Outpost. So if you've heard those three names, that's how they connect to each other. Now, in the Black Spire Outpost, which is the, the busier town area, there are a bunch of different blocks with shops, and some of these are places to build your own droid. This is where the build your lightsaber experience is. Um, there's a bunch of other shops that even sell costumes, which is a little strange because you can't wear them in the land, but in any case, you can buy all kinds of different Star Wars stuff in all of these different stores, and this area also has the two dining spots for the land. So the first one is Oga Cantina, which is probably the most sought after because aside from Club 33, it's the first place inside Disneyland that you can buy an alcoholic beverage. And uh, in addition to Oga Cantina, there's also Docking Bay 7, which is a quick service spot with, you know, outer space themed dining. And from what I've heard, I haven't eaten there yet. It's, it's really, really good. So if you were on the fence about trying it, I think you should go for it. Um, and then finally, in the back of this whole shopping area, you'll see the Millennium Falcon, which is the polar opposite side of where you walked in. So this is assuming you've gone all the way through the land. And the Millennium Falcon, of course, is the entrance to Smuggler's Run, which is the attraction where you pilot it in teams of six. And right now, that's the only attraction that is open in Galaxy's Edge. So now let's move away from walking through the land and a little bit more of things that will help you as you explore it. So in Galaxy's Edge, it's, it's really not just the environment that feels alien, but you're amongst aliens, right? The cast members that are there, uh, or the inhabitants as they're referred to because they seemingly live in the Black Spire Outpost. They use special lingo because they're not from Earth, and they all have backstories. Um, so just a couple of examples of terminology that you'll hear. You're never going to hear um, dollars. When, when you ask how much something is or you're buying something, it'll be referred to as credits. You still pay with a credit card or cash or whatever, but it'll be called credits, not money. Strollers, similarly, are known as transporters. Bathrooms are refreshers. I think water fountains are hydrators or something like that. Um, and then you'll hear special greetings that indicate whether you're talking to a cast member that supports the First Order or one that supports the Rebels. So, for example, if they're a First Order supporter, when they say goodbye to you, they'll say, for the Order. Or if they're a Rebel supporter, they'll say something like, may the Force be with you. So there are a couple of things to keep in mind when you're going through Galaxy's Edge, and, and I'll say this. It, it's been open for about a week, a week and a half, so I'm sure these will change and these aren't hard and fast. But just from the people that were the first in the gate, these are the tips and tricks that they found that have been helpful, so hopefully they'll be helpful to you. The first thing is definitely go for Oga's Cantina first. If that's a priority for you, if you decide you want to get a drink there, uh, but you also want to get on Smuggler's Run during your reservation time, I would go for Oga's Cantina first. The line moves really slowly, and most people actually go for the Falcon first. So once they get there, the line is really long for Oga's Cantina. So if getting a drink there isn't a big deal, maybe don't worry about it. But if that's something you have to do before you leave Star Wars land, I would start there. My next tip is do explore the shops. Even if you're not a shopper normally at the parks and that's not a priority, Imagineers are notoriously now, they're blurring the lines between what's a store and what's an attraction and, and everything's kind of emerging together so that there's this idea of shopping as an entertainment experience and 
Galaxy's Edge just takes that to the next level. I've seen a lot of different videos of the shops where there are animatronic characters, you can customize things, and it's just this opportunity to have a new kind of shopping experience. Or if you're genuinely not going to buy anything, at the very least, it's more of the land to see. They're, these buildings are just amazing, and there's, there's a lot in there. So just do a quick walkthrough on your way to Smuggler's Run if that's the only time you'll go in, but it's worth checking out. Uh, my next tip is to talk to the cast members. Every single one, or inhabitants, I guess I should say, since we're in Galaxy's Edge, but every single one has been given a backstory because they're inhabitants of Batu, and uh, they're all uh, prepared to answer guest questions. So ask them questions about their backstory. Ask if they support the Rebels or if they're a supporter of the First Order, and you'll get a lot of fun insight that's an added layer of storytelling that you won't get in any other land in Disneyland. And then my last tip um, is to stay for the fireworks, of course, if your reservation permits, if it's in that window, or I guess this is assuming after the reservation period is over and it's just general admission, um, the fireworks will be visible above the Millennium Falcon because of the way that faces, and the view is just amazing. I mean, what's cooler than having the mountain range and the Millennium Falcon lighting up with fireworks coming from behind the castle? That's just about as cool as it gets. So, um, last but not least, I also wanted to give two pieces of advice that are don'ts, and these will apply whether or not you have a reservation. So the first one is do not wear a costume. I know I said they sell costumes in the park and it's really tempting because you're literally going to a, a new planet in, in Star Wars, but you will not be admitted into either Galaxy's Edge or Disneyland if you are wearing a costume. You just, you can't. Um, and you can kind of Disney-bound, if you know what that is, where you dress inspired by a character, but it's clearly not a costume. But the same rules that apply to the rest of the park apply to Galaxy's Edge. So if you're not sure exactly what those costumes costume rules are, they're on Disneyland's website. You can check them out. There's a full list. Um, and then the second don't is don't use your droid or lightsaber inside Disneyland if you build and buy those. They're not permitted in the park, even in Galaxy's Edge, and they're they're basically supposed to be a souvenir for you at home. So keep them packed away, keep them in a locker, put them in your hotel room, whatever, until you leave Disneyland, or they may be confiscated. And they're really expensive, so you don't want to lose it right away. Um, and my last piece of general advice is something I've said before uh, earlier in this mini-sode, is just to take it in. I know it's really easy, especially when something's brand new, to just sprint from place to place. I'm guilty of it myself. I'm sure we've all done that. But this land is just unprecedented in the amount of detail and layers of storytelling. So it, it's just, it needs to be explored. So what I'm, I'm not trying to say to stop and do nothing and look around. Just even something as simple as while you're waiting in line for the cantina, check out all the different vantage points that you've got. As I said before, walk through stores to get to the attraction. If you're going to get some blue or green milk with you, take it to go and walk around instead of just sitting outside of the cart. There's just so much to discover, and it's just waiting for you to explore it. So if you have been to Galaxy's Edge or you plan to visit it in the near future, please let us know. We'd love to hear your reactions of what you think so far, or if you're going to go, what you're most looking forward to. If you have questions, we'll do our best to answer them. Um, you can reach out to our troop at disexplorers.com. You can also find our individual social media on disexplorers.com for each of the troopers. Or you can also chat with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Diz Explorers. 
So thanks so much for listening. May the, the, the Force be with you, and we will see you out in Galaxy's Edge. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.